Hello people, welcome to the When in Yorkshire podcast. This is episode six. Thank you very much for joining me again. Uh, I hope every one of you is having a great week and if you're listening to this at the time of release, uh, then I hope you're suitably excited and looking forward to the festive period. I have a very excited family um, and we're very much looking forward to all the festivities and excess food. This is the last episode of 2018, or 2018, depending on how you like to phrase it. And I'd like to thank everyone who's listened, downloaded, shared, liked, followed and such. Uh, Basically helped me get this idea off the ground. It's early days, but the response so far from people that have listened, um, and and also the guests, has been really great. So thank you very much for everybody that's that's, uh, let me know what you think and if you haven't yet please do. I've already recorded the first three episodes for 2019 and I'm very excited to release them and for you to hear. Um, I've got a lot of great guests, got a lot more lined up as well. Hopefully um, I'll be able to get some more booked in Um, but I'm having some conversations with people who I'm very excited to talk to. Um, Enough about the future. So this week's episode is with Dan Allen of Ducking Punches. I met up with Dan in the Key Club in Leeds, um, and I was ahead of their gig, um, which had a great lineup. It was a tour with um, Spanish love songs, um, and also We Bless This Mess, both great bands. Um, It was a cracking lineup and wicked tour. I know they took it all over Europe and looks like they had an amazing time. We chat about Dan's introduction to music, um, about ducking punches, and also his artwork, which is a huge part of his life. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to go into too much, just going to let you enjoy the, the chat. There is, just a heads up, quite a bit of background noise, um, or as I prefer to think of it, as a delightful soundtrack for you to enjoy, um, as Spanish love songs were sound checking whilst we were recording. So you're welcome for that, enjoy it, and if you like the background noise, then check them out on all of the streaming sites that are available, uh, show them some support. So yeah, do bear with us on the uh, the sounds there. So I'll be back at the end of the episode to give some more information about episode 7, which will be available on the 6th of January as the first episode of the new year. So please listen to the end if you're interested to find out who I've got lined up. Anyway, enough of that. On with episode 6. Hey, cool. cool. Uh, hello. So hey. um, I'm here with Dan Allen of Ducking Punches. How are you doing, man? I'm very good. How are you? Awesome. Yeah, good. good. It's, been a, it's been a good day. Uh, busy, but but good. I imagine yours has involved a lot of travelling. A lot of travelling. Yeah. And some sleeping. Some I'm sleeping. <laughs> You've not been driving then. No, no, I didn't no. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, um, yes, a uh, few questions for you. Um, of um, Start off with, um, in terms of how you got into music, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily playing, but yep. your first sort of exposure to music. Yeah. Um, Car music. So when you were yeah. in the car as a kid, uh, did you have music? Were you in the car as a kid? Okay. Oh, that's a good question. My dad used to love uh, two-tone ska. Nice. So we had a lot of two-tone ska, and he yeah, was yeah. a huge Clash fan as well. Awesome. Good so, grounding. Yeah, I mean, that was yeah. good. And then my mum loved... Uh, what did she love? She loved Robbie Williams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she also loved... <laughs> Like loads of that terrible nineties pop, <laughs> but it was quite a nice mix. Like it's quite, yeah. it's kind of cool. Um, Is there anything that that really sort of stands out? Do you have like a first memory of 
of listening to something in the car that's not your choice? Um, oh, God, that's a tough one. Um, I remember like I remember going on, on little holidays to, like, um, tiny seaside towns and, like, okay. And my dad would just like would put on, you know, like specials record, like but nice. all, but as many as he could until my mum sort of interjected. <laughs> Took over yeah, yeah. and bought some "Let Me Entertain You" in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. And then, so can you remember what your first sort of choice of music was? Uh, I, don't, I don't believe in like uh, first like guilty si- guilty sins or guilty like guilty <laughs> yeah, pleasures. Yeah. No, I don't either. It's, like, it's all I don't, good. I think every you know every song has its merit. Yeah. Um, I remember buying the lightning seeds. Okay, yeah, and getting yeah. super into that. Yeah. Um, and then I remember one time we were in—I don't know—we we were somewhere in a record store, and I—I I had from the bargain bin there was Green Day Dookie or Corn Life Is Peachy. Wow. And I, and I bought them both, and then I loved. That's a hell of a day. Yeah. I, to I that. loved that <laughs> yeah. Green Day record. Yeah. And I fucking hated that Corn record. <laughs> At the time, I like it now, but yeah, at yeah. the time. So my life could have gone in a completely different direction if I'd Absolutely. got into corn, life is peachy over yeah, dookie. Yeah. Do, you think, do you think that that, that that would have changed in terms of like your, your outcome? I think so, yeah, yeah really. Like, like, I really went down the rabbit hole yeah. to go into dookie and then like, you know, this song. What did it open I spin into like Lookout Records and then... Brilliant. And then found out all about, you know, um, everything from Discord Records to sort yeah. of like... And got really big into the DC hardcore scene. Um, so, yeah, really it did sort of open yeah, up yeah. A, a huge, um, you know, portion of music to me. Cool. And do you, in terms of, like, for your first live experience, as, as an audience member, yeah. do, you, do, you have a, do you have a fond memory? I remember, actually, we were going to shows pretty young because yeah. we used to have quite a few bands at our school and we used to like put on shows at little scout huts yeah yeah so i was going to shows from about the age of 12 yeah like diy shows awesome. which were uh which were great and they're still some of my favorite shows i've ever been yeah. to i remember like you know the first time i saw someone play a guitar solo it was in that little scout hut the first time i saw you know anyone throw their guitar on the floor yeah. was like in that room. The first time I saw a drummer's hands bleeding was in a scout hut, you know, and, and that's really sort of fond memories. Ab- me. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I'm very, very similar. I, could, um, I grew up, well, originally from Hertfordshire, but yeah. at a very early, like 12, I moved to um, Whitby. Mm-hmm. So tiny, tiny yeah, yeah. seaside sound. Lots of vampires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and there isn't a venue there. Um, not not a, like an established venue mm-hmm. uh, like this. Um, so our gigs were literally we would borrow, steal the school's PA. Yeah. Literally convince one of our parents that it was it was fine, and we'd we'd definitely <laughs> agree to uh, take it to any pub that would allow That's some amazing. like 13, 14 year olds to steal their pool room um, and just make some horrific noises. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember just the amount like everybody went because everybody knew it was like a safe environment. Um, you got an entire year of school basically yep. turning up, and I just remember it's probably not much wider than where we are now, uh-huh, uh, and the walls dripping, yeah. like leaning against the wall, nearly sliding down. <laughs> yeah, like yeah they're say, the best shows. Amazing memories. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to get <laughs> back to that. Me too. I feel you know, and I feel bad for 
you know a lot of kids growing up now because they mm. can't even go to shows because they're all 18 plus yeah that's a licensing law that came in when you know i was already 18 yeah um so yeah you know and i think it's harder for people to to throw these diy shows together yeah I think absolutely you know? i mean i mean i guess on the flip side of that there's there's a more of these sorts of venues like the key club you know the um yeah. you know like fibbers I, I mean i think leeds has got a whole, an abundance of uh, yeah. venues of this sort of yeah, size leeds and slightly leeds bigger. is lucky for that it's um good. and i think it seems to be they seem to be more tolerant of uh, of putting kids on basically yeah. so i guess on the other side there's some amazingly equipped venues where, if, yeah. you know, 15-year-old me would love to have played at them because yeah. like, that, that yeah. didn't happen until I was like 17, 18. I don't think I played on a stage till I've been in a band for about five years. Yeah. So I even absolutely. got to playing on a stage. Yeah. And that was in a corner of a pub somewhere. Like, yeah. yeah. A stage is a stage, isn't it? Yeah, so, well, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, do you remember your, your first gig, play, you playing? I remember very, very clearly. Yeah. Um, I remember playing through the set as fast as we could and just looking at my shoes I genuinely just did not look up at the audience I was yeah. petrified oh through, um, through fear just yeah yeah fear. I was okay. terrified um, and and we got this like a round of applause at the end like yeah. a pity round of applause because we were bad but and, and that just gave course. me the bug, you know. Yeah, I just yeah. loved it from then. That's it. The quality really doesn't matter. It can be god awful, but it's it's just that. Yeah. Wow, what a buzz! It's like well, and it's like you know, it's not it's not easy to write a song. It's like a lot of parts that you create, and then you got to get everyone together, and then like to, you know to perform that takes a lot of gusto and a lot of you know a lot of nerves. Yeah. And then when you when you actually pull it off and you play the song all the way through. Yeah. You know, as an 11, you, 11 as a 12 gig, if you play it all the yeah, way through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to stop and start again three yeah. times. That's a success. Yeah, and it feels amazing, you know, and it's an accomplishment. And yeah, and I still get that every time we play a show. Awesome. I love it. That's, that's, I mean, that's really key. You see, I mean, there's no, I'm, no names come to mind immediately, but I know that I've paid to go and see bands and just thought, I, maybe you're on the you know uh midway through a very long run mm -hmm. but you're clearly going through the motions yep um yep. and yeah it's it, in fact it's happened to some of my favorite bands and yep. then and i've you know lost heart and then seen mm. them two years later and you know they're bouncing all over and the energy and the fire's yep. back and yeah everything's good again but yeah, yeah. it's it's hard isn't it because it's kind of like a, a such a performance-based thing yeah. if you don't if you're having to act and that's hard to hold up, I think, every day. But if you just genuinely love it. Yeah. But no, I, I, I totally get that, you know, it gets harder and harder for bands. Like when they're older and they got family at home. And yeah. Maybe it's been financial you know, commitments. Yeah. yeah. But I just love it. Like I, I'm happy driving 10 hours to a show to play for half an hour. Like I, I still love it. So Awesome. That's, that's amazing to hear. It's, yeah. it's, it's great that, you know, I know you guys. You, I mean, you do pretty much everything for for ducking punches, as far as I'm aware. Like artwork, yeah. booking, yeah, tour managing. I guess, yeah, in we do most circumstances. Don't drive, no, because I can't. That's fine. You, <laughs> need, you need the rest. You need yeah. the rest. You're doing everything else. <laughs> yeah, it's great but to see that you still got that, that yeah. energy and sort of passion. I think part of that as well is because we've always been DIY, and because it. You know, it's so I know all the promoters. So yeah. it's like, it's kind of like going on tour is kind of like just going around and hanging out with your friends from all over the world. Yeah. So it's like, 
Yeah, it's like visiting people. It's, it's <laughs> awesome. You know, I love it. You just get to play an awesome show. Yeah, each uh, day as yeah, well. It's great. You can't beat it. Awesome. So, in terms of, you know, you've been all over the world with, with ducking punches, and I know you do a lot of solo stuff as well. Um, you're very, very busy. Um, is there anywhere that you've been that you just thought, fucking hell, I, ne- I never thought I'd I'd play here, be it venue or country? Or um, ooh. Yeah, there's been a few. Often it's been, I mean, when we first went to America, it was unbelievable. You yeah. know, we, you know, we landed on American soil and we're just like, what? this is happening. <laughs> you know, Surreal. We got through. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and th- you know that was that was just incredible, um, but uh, often it's been rather than sort of venues or countries, it's more been bands that we've been lucky enough to share stages with. I remember like um, playing a show with we got asked to support the Hold Steady. Oh like wow, one, one of my favourite bands. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, that that was just like such a surreal, cerebral, brilliant yeah. experience. You know? do, you remember, do you remember getting the call, <laughs> email? Yeah. Oh yeah. How I remember, <laughs> I, well, I remember getting an email with the Hold Steady in the title and thought, oh, cool, the Hold Steady are touring. Let's <laughs> sell <some> tickets. <laughs> and, they, and they wanted this place. So, yeah, it was amazing. Excellent. Yeah. Um, is, uh, yeah. Is there anybody else that you've sort of bucket lists? Well, we, there's definitely a huge bucket list. Um, but some of my favorite ones is, uh, I used to be in like a, this old ska band. I mean, everyone's been in a ska band. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we, I'm I not a drummer and I drummed for one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds <laughs> absolutely right for a ska band. Um, but my, me and my brother played in this band. I remember we supported um, The Beat, which was one of my dad's yeah, yeah. favourite bands. And he came to watch wow. us and he was like in tears. So that was like, again, that was one his of his like, bucket list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was nice to, you know, he was so proud and, and that just felt great, you know. Yeah. Um, but I have a list as long as, you know, leads of <laughs> 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 bands I want to play. Is there, is there anybody that you're yet to tick off that? Well, that's achievable or yeah, that? Yeah, well, either. Uh, I mean, The Cure are my favourite band okay. of all time. Awesome. Um, That'll be a huge gig as well. It's not like, you know. You yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I know we've got some favourites like... Um, we grew up listening to like the Gap Kids, yeah, Hot Water Music, uh, Jawbreaker. Um, so any of those bands, yeah, would obviously be amazing. So if, if they're listening, you know, get yeah. in touch. Oh, yes. let's yeah. <laughs> let's make this happen. Send us an email. I'll probably think you're just selling tickets, but <laughs> send it over. Yeah, <laughs> you're booked to go see them. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I know you you do your own artwork, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a whole other sort of facet to yeah. to what you do. How how did you get into a, you know, painting, mm. drawing, um, wh- where did that come from? Um, I just always loved it. Uh, and when I was a kid, that's all I used to do. Um, and my parents, w- would like, they really encouraged it. Yeah. Um, so I just sort of, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, you know, and that was always my main thing over music. Cause oh, I, wow, okay. Yeah, I always did that way before music. I was always better at that than I am at music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just yeah. You did pretty well on the music. Well, yeah, I just I just kind of like found punk rock and stopped learning how to play guitar. And I was like, oh, cool, learn, learn how to perform. Yeah, you don't need to. Do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got these chords down. Um, but whereas, yeah, with with art and now with music as well, like it's you get to constantly push yourself, yeah. and I find it really a therapeutic for both 
and and cathartic and I find that they go hand in hand. Yeah. I don't find that, you know, my music is here, my art's here. Um, you know, I always illustrate to music. So okay. it influences what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, vice versa as well. Like, I, you know, I've been to galleries where I've seen friends work and it's inspired songs. Um, so and I just love how art can do in any format yeah. can do that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's incredibly emotive. And yeah. I guess its job is to inspire yeah um, and invoke or emotions yeah. and if it doesn't then it's as an art form it's probably failed but yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah, but you'd hope that it, it would invoke something in somebody exactly at some yeah. point and that that's kind of success yeah if one person takes something then you've, from done, you've done your job yeah ab- absolutely um so with um how do you how do you kind of balance the two <laughs> Um, you, you seem very busy on the art front, yeah. and and then you do everything for ducking punches. Uh, I'm just very busy a lot of the time. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. How I, I I work from the road, so okay. I can work in the van, or you know, when we get to venues, sometimes if I have stuff like with deadlines, and I will work. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Stops me drinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, and I just it doesn't feel like work. You know, I love it, and if I wasn't doing it as a job i would be doing it anyway yeah so it just feels like a privilege you know uh and and i don't take that lightly and i i'm very thankful for the position that yeah i've i'm ended up in and you get to act out your passion every every day i guess i love it amazing that's that's brilliant um is there anybody at the moment in terms of bands that you've come across i mean you you must come across new bands all Mm -hmm. the time playing with people or just being introduced to, to people yeah is, is there anybody that's sort of stands out at the moment that you think is worth giving a shout out to? yeah i mean there's a bunch um death by shotgun are really great we just did a little run with them i always champion harker i think they're the most underrated okay. punk rock bands in the uk um Yes, other half are great from Norwich. Okay, nice. So like, which is Cow and Sophie, who used to play in Ducky Punches. Right, okay. But then it's sort of like it's like indie emo. But Sounds like good. Snotty punk. It's nice. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, who else? I mean, I could just keep going forever. Um, my favorite. Well, my favorite bands at the moment. There's like a bunch from Australia that I'm loving. All right, okay, yeah. I'm like Ceres are uh, really great, and the Gold Class, who sounds sort of like. Goldcast are almost a modern Joy Division with Morrissey singing if <laughs> Morrissey wasn't a jerk. <laughs> okay, basically. okay. Um, and it's amazing. And the lyrics yeah. are beautiful and poetic and it's got everything. I love that. Yeah. I love that band at the moment. That sounds amazing. Yeah. What On that note, because, yeah, Morrissey's... Uh, to <laughs> give, <it laughs> give him some airtime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his sort of <laughs> reputation has nosedived over oh, the yeah. past few years. What has do you, your opinion? Has he always been a dick and we've just not noticed, or has he, in old age, just become oh. a massive tool? I don't know. Um, um, I don't know. I, I think it's something he's grown into. Yeah. And I think he's grown into it pretty massively yeah yeah um, he's really embraced it oh he, he has yeah you know he can't not be aware of it he, no, he, it's it's he pointed out to him on a regular basis and yeah he's really embracing I, it. he just doesn't care yeah um and he, you know his opinion's more valid than anyone else's and <laughs> yeah yeah that is is a massive shame which is a shame yeah, yeah because he a lot of time for the smiths and, yeah, and, and early morris yeah me too um 
and yeah it's but yeah not anymore like, no, no, no and that's a big part yeah. of the music that's now dead to me yeah same and I'm very sad about that mm-hmm. um, so Ducking Punches has evolved quite a lot throughout the years yes um, so I mean how, how did how did you get started with Ducking Punches you mentioned you've been in a ska band yeah um, uh, how did that how do you kind of evolve I guess into well I started it was started like out of nec- like necessity out of like the embers of an old band okay and I just w- I wanted to keep playing because I'm addicted to it. Yeah. So I just started doing a few acoustic shows, and it's supposed to be a stopgap right. that got way out of control, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> but along the way, I've played in other bands um, because I just playing acoustic because I love it and it's great. Yeah. But there was something there was something missing. So I had like side projects along the way, um, a few with Pete, our drummer. Yeah. Um, and. Then I sort of loved playing electric guitar again, and then so we picked up, you know, electric for Duck and Punches. Yeah, and now it's like you know we're, we're more of a just a punk band. Yeah, yeah. Has it, does it change the way you write? Do you still? I mean, because I, I, I know been in various types of bands, mm. and I just still generally like to write on an acoustic at least as as a starting point. Does that? Uh, yeah, I will. I will mostly write on an acoustic. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, it depends what's laying around. I tend to just sort of like pick up whatever's there, like if it's you know keyboard or guitar yeah. or. Um, not that I'm any good at keyboard, but <laughs> if it's there, I can you know. Absolutely, well, I've, I mean, I, I spoke to um, Chaz from Lightyear yeah. about um, I think here, here. Yeah. In fact, um, uh, and yeah, we, we sort of spoke about how you know even just different guitars can mm. invoke different different feelings and produce different songs almost like the guitar you know contributes yeah. towards the feeling or totally you know. like if you if you just have to pick up someone else's guitar yeah and you can write something or if you're sometimes if you're missing a string and you're too lazy to change it <laughs> you can write like a weird chord um i've had that happen yeah. before uh yeah that's brilliant yeah <laughs> yeah that's I'm going to use that as, as a sort of, <laughs> no, I'm purposefully not changing this string. I'm going to come up with something yeah. really avant-garde with this. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off, I'm innovating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, so yeah, you, you have the sort of similar thing. There, yeah, there. that's a fucking great band name, or like a great album name. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck off, off, I'm innovating. innovating. <laughs> you can have it, you yeah, can have cool. it. Yeah, cool, thanks for God. Yeah, so, I mean, does it change in terms of you, when you're playing around on keyboard or pianos, or how, how does that sort of, do you make a conscious decision or is it just whatever's lying around? It's just whatever's there mainly. Yeah. Um, and then I'll always go to my electric before I take it to the band. Cool. Um, cool. And, then and in terms of, um, I mean, your lyrical content is, is, a, is a massive point for, um, for the band. I mean, as it should yeah. be with most bands, but yeah. I think, um, you, you know, you're really great at t- telling stories yeah. um, and sort of painting a scene. Mm-hmm. Um you know how how does that come about? Do you do you generally have a you know a, a theme or an idea, or is it just you know, uh, where, where the music takes you? That kind of yeah, I mean that kind of varies on record to record. Um, sometimes, so I constantly write lyrics, yeah, all day or all night. You know, I'll always have a note section on my phone of lyrics. Yeah, uh, often you know if you wake up in the mo- in the middle of the night and you just jot it down, but that's everything from like little little twists of wordplay to stories to actual finished like lyrics or ideas yeah um so i don't yeah i don't ever choose whether i'm going to do s- write a story or you know something deeply personal it kind of depends what the feel of the song is and then um 
and I'll look through my list, and then sometimes there's just nothing there, and I'll just come up with something fresh. Okay. Um, it really varies for me. I don't technically, I don't really have a songwriting process. Okay. It kind of completely changes. It's just organic as yeah. to where, where the situation that you're in. Yeah, and which I kind of like. And, and yeah. I've just recently broke my phone, which had three years worth of lyrics on oh, it, and I just no. lost them all. And, and and everyone I've told that to is like, yo, you must be devastated. Yeah. I'm kind of like excited because it's almost like a fresh start of writing yeah, lyrics yeah, and I, I can't look back on them and go oh I could steal that yeah, so yeah. it's going to be the next album it's going to be very fresh absolutely yeah, it's, yeah there's not going to be I mean it, there will be historical content because I yeah. guess you'll have still have stuff that, that goes around your of brain of course yeah but in, yeah in terms of everything else yeah. and the way that you actually phrase it the, you know the, yeah. the, the feeling of everything that's going to be new yeah so I'm excited about yeah. that yeah, yeah also, it's like a happy accident it's like that um like the whole Fight Club thing, isn't it? You've got to destroy yeah. everything so that yes. you know who you are and yeah. you can start again. That's awesome. what it is. Yeah. Cool. That's, yeah, that sounds like a good motive, motive <laughs> for the next yeah. album. Um, so you've mentioned that you use, uh, you know, art, the art and, and mm-hmm. music is, is quite therapeutic. Um, and you, you've been you're quite open with sort of struggles with mental yep. health. Um, how, how do you find that, A, writing helps or is cathartic? Um, or, or vice versa. I mean, yeah. is it something that can bring stuff up? And yeah, I mean, no, yeah, I, I find it way more cathartic than I do, um, you know, emotionally draining. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I find it almost necessary for me to get it out yeah. and onto paper. Not necessarily even into a song, just onto paper is, is yeah. you know, enough for me. Um, and it finally it really really does help like quite a lot and uh, especially also like making a journal writing it down and then looking back on it yeah and you can see when you've had these really bad days and then you're you know you can see that you're doing better some days and because sometimes that's really hard to focus on because you're so clouded by depression that you can't remember what it's like to feel okay again so having that to look back on sometimes is you know it's it's, it's really great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess yeah. that's kind of he- healing in, in yeah, itself. Absolutely. Being able to, yeah, not keep things in. Um, yeah. Even, yeah, share, sharing with yourself, I guess, as well. Yeah. And being yeah. able to, I don't know, yeah, admit stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And with, with regards to, you know, fa- uh, plans for the future, you know, where, what, what's happening? Is there anything you can share? You know, new album, is there anything in the works or...? Um, we have started writing the new records. Yeah. Um, that'll be out at some point. Okay. We're taking a bit more time over this one, so I'm not sure yeah. when that's going to be ready. And then we have something super cool planned for the end of next year, but I'm okay. not allowed to say what that is yet. Okay, but it's that's really, fine. it's really great. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I remember I, I kind of discovered you through the Extra Mile family, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I think Frank Turner specifically. Um, yep. I remember him mentioning Ducking Punches, um, and then yeah, and then rep- then he mentioning again and again, and stuff. Right, yep. okay, it's probably, t- <laughs> it's probably time to, to check to check <laughs> Ducking Punches out. Um, how was sort of Extra Mile for me? It seems to, have, and I don't know if it still is now mm. as much, but it's, it seemed to have that sort of following. So yeah. it, was, it was a label that people followed, yeah. and and I hadn't had that with a you know, with with a label as a as you know as a consumer since 
I don't know, probably like Fat Records, something like that. And it's, it's kind of got say, that, yeah. that sort of similar vibe to it. Um, or Household Names. I was going to say like Household that. Names. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Um, How's that yeah, from the inside? It's brilliant. It's great. Um, it's really supportive. All the bands are supportive of each other. Yeah. So it's just like one big family. Um, and yeah, there's like all the bands have the same ethos. Yeah. And all the fans like look out for each other. And I love that. I love the idea of having a label that puts out so many good records. Yeah. That people can follow the label like it was a band. You yeah, know? absolutely. You know, and that's rare. And it's yeah. really exciting to be a part of. Because there seemed to be a period of the sort of 90s through the, two, the early 2000s mm. with, you know, in, in America with drive through and everything yeah. like that. Um, but that, that kind of seemed to die off here. Um, I'm yeah. A, I mean, I guess to a lesser degree, Big Scary Monsters kind of has a bit, a yeah, bit of that. Yeah, they have some of the greatest bands on yeah. their label. But I think they kind of have a few standout amazing acts mm. and it doesn't seem as much of a family and I th- yeah, I find Extra Mile quite exciting you know? yeah I don't know how they've done it <laughs> uh, I don't know why it works uh, but it does it's good taste, and I'm I guess. yeah well, it's great to be a part of it the, the guys the, the, whoever's running it I just yeah I think they've just oh, made amazing, some amazing yeah. choices they're such nice people as well and they have like impeccable music taste yeah so yeah I mean every band they put out is great and everyone gets on yeah, which is like a huge part. I think if you know, no one's fighting, so everyone's just helps for tours as well. I guess yeah. if you need if you need to take someone on tour, you've got an amazing catalogue to Absolutely. choose from. Yes, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how much how much input do you have in terms of picking your your tour buddies? Uh, we have a hundred percent input. Okay. We have never, you know, we've never been told that we should tour with someone or we have to tour with someone. We've been asked, yeah. and then we we can either like say yes or no. Uh, and then vice versa, we pick who we want to take with us yeah. every single time. And I don't think I could ever let go of that because that, that's really important to me. Cool. That seems to be a similar thing with, with Extra Mile as well. I know yeah. um, Frank Turner's a big sort of advocate yeah, of, he does, he of choosing yeah. his, his uh, bands and having the final say yeah. on that. And um, and that, I, that kind of creates a whole event, doesn't it? Yeah. You, you, know, you know that even if you've never heard of the support yeah. bands, you're going to go somewhere... And your favourite actor, you know, yeah. you know that Frank Turner's chosen them, so it's probably worth giving it a go. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, so, uh, one last thing before we wrap up, mm-hmm. I have a little quiz for you to Ooh, test your knowledge. Cool. So, um, I know that you've you do you, you recorded a Duck and Punches album in Leeds? Is that have yeah. I made that up? Is that yeah, right? yeah, we with Bob Cooper. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Crooked Rain. Okay. Yep. So, so you've got an experience of Yorkshire. Oh, it's a Yorkshire quiz. It is a Yorkshire quiz. So, it's the best tea, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and why you score the voice score the quiz? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, tea isn't mentioned in it. I have approached Yorkshire Tea Tailors of Harrogate. In fact, uh, currently they're not biting, but <laughs> hopefully this will will sway that. <laughs> um, so, ten questions. Okay. The answer is either Yorkshire or not Yorkshire. Okay. Um, okay. You, so you're deciding whether it's exclusive to Yorkshire. Or it could be encompassing of everywhere. Okay. Okay. So, Welshman, a band from entering the city before sunrise and must leave before sunset. Yorkshire, not Yorkshire. Not Yorkshire. Not Yorkshire, correct. Chester. Is it? Mm. So, some of these are a bit sketchy. (laughs) (laughs) And concerning. Um, it is illegal for a public house owner to permit a person to be drunk on his premises. 
not Yorkshire because that's everywhere. It's Yorkshire. Oh, what is it really? It is illegal for a public house owner to permit a person to be drunk on his premises. Well, it's everywhere you weren't allowed to have Apparently people it's drunk on exclusive to exclusive yeah. to Yorkshire. Wow. Um, if someone knocks on your door needing to use the toilet, you must let them enter. That sounds like a Yorkshire thing. Because it's hospitable. A lot of people <laughs> go for that. Uh, unfortunately, it's Scotland. Is it? Yeah, oh. not Yorkshire. So you could have done with that knowledge yesterday. <laughs> um, it is illegal. Oh, sorry, no. It is legal. <laughs> big change. To murder a Scotsman. Isn't it on a certain day with a crossbow? Ooh. ooh. Is that right? You're not far off. You go, where we Yorkshire? Not Yorkshire. I think it is Yorkshire. York. Is your, yeah, yeah, so so long as they are carrying a bow and arrow. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I don't think it would ever stand up in court. Um, it is legal for a male to urinate in public as long as it is on the rear wheel of his motor vehicle and his right hand is on the vehicle. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go not Yorkshire. Not Yorkshire. Full UK. Full really? UK, yeah. No way. That's good. Um, in July 2013, so recently, a law was passed that states it is illegal for adult children not to visit their parents often, and they are also required to attend to their parents' spiritual needs. Adult children. So, people. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's not a child. Yeah. Um, not Yorkshire. Not Yorkshire. China. Yeah. Uh, it is illegal to drive with an uncaged bear. Yorkshire. Missouri. Is it? Yeah. Um, a law still exists from the Middle Ages that requires all males over the age of 14 to be trained in shooting a longbow. Yorkshire, not Yorkshire. I kind of want to test you on your longbow shooting. It's shit. It's shit. It's shit, to be honest. That's going to say it's Yorkshire then. It's full UK. Is it? It's full <laughs> UK. It really? How, how's your longbow? <laughs> really bad. I don't really think I've ever picked one up. This, well, you know, at the moment, we're at risk of being yeah, thrown in prison. Whoa. Um, there still exists a law that was instated in the 1800s that states a husband is allowed to beat his wife, but only once a month. I've heard this one. This is not Yorkshire. Not Yorkshire. Arkansas. Fucking hell. And finally... It is illegal to flush a toilet after 10 p.m. Oh, Yorkshire. Not Yorkshire. Uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. Entire country. They Entire country. Really? They don't like noise in Switzerland. Nice. Shows have to be really quiet. And um, I think it was uh, Barney from Sonic Boom 6 pointed out, but where does that stop? Because after 10 p.m., you know, is, oh yes. when, and when does it restart again? God. Never, you maybe can't. you can't. You can't. Oh Once no. ten pm's gone, the first time that you're there, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's the last time you're ever flushing a toilet. Absolutely. Um, so it's been a pleasure. Thank you yeah, very you much for your time. And uh, yeah, welcome to Yorkshire. Thank you very much. Thanks very much for listening. There it is. Uh, thanks to Dan for giving up his time straight after sound check. It is a tricky one with uh, the guests who aren't from Yorkshire, which is pretty much all of them at the moment as time and the time window for them is, is pretty limited. Um, on more than a couple of times, it has got to the point where we're meant to be recording the podcast. 
and things just haven't haven't gone as smoothly let's say as things could have so we're not ready that my guest is still sound checking or something along those lines but they've so far they've all been absolutely brilliant and made uh, whatever changes they need to and we you know we've managed to record every episode so far which has been brilliant so thanks very much to all of my guests so the next episode which will be the first episode of 2019 is a cracker it's with roger lima who is best known for being the bassist from less than jake scar punk band and also the guitarist and songwriter for rehasher who are fantastic as well and just done their first uk tour which looked to have gone absolutely brilliantly uh, it was great to chat to roger and i'm very very excited for you all to hear that it was a lot of fun we managed to squeeze a lot into what is approximately 30 minutes and it was great to meet him uh, go on to the lesson jake tour bus which is lovely so join me for that that will be available as i said on the 6th of january that's episode seven but i'll leave you now um, i hope you all have a fantastic festive time and also excellent new year and i'll see you all in the new year thanks very much and good night